Welcome to Marriage Devotionals with Jeff and Debbie, a weekly opportunity to listen in as they share their personal devotionals to encourage you and yours. And now, here's your hosts, national speakers and authors, Jeff and Debbie. December 8th, An Unbreakable Bond. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. 1 Corinthians 1.10 The oneness of marriage gives glory to God. Shared purpose, selfless love, and spiritual unity create a beautiful picture of the one we worship. As children of God, brothers and sisters of Jesus, you can experience agreement and peace in your relationship. You find unity when you hold to one truth, the Bible. When you serve God together without holding back, when you choose to love each other before yourselves, when you're seeking God's perfect will instead of having your own way, when you're humble, thankful, and prayerful, when you love Him with all your heart, soul, and strength. Choose to agree today. Lay down your rights and let go of what you're fighting for. Pray and ask God to lead your life together. Repent of sin that's dividing you from each other and the Lord. Study the Word to share knowledge of the truth. Let the Holy Spirit join you together in mind and thought today. Lord, make us one as you are one. Tear down any walls that divide and unite us in every way. Amen. I just wanted to go back and read that verse again. 1 Corinthians 1.10 I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. Hmm. Having just finished the marriage retreat for the Johnny and Friends couples and um, focusing on marriage and the, what do we call it, in the context of special needs, mm-hmm. I, I'm hearing and interpreting a lot of that through, I guess, how would a a couple who has kids with special needs hear it and Mm. process it. And to think, it's hard enough just as parents in our marriage to always have no divisions among us and to be... Like um, on the same page. Yeah, and there's even... um, Let me see it again. There's even like a... Like perfect, I think, is the word that's used in there in terms of the unity that you're supposed to have. And I'm thinking, man, I would feel like, yeah, perfectly united, mm-hmm. that you'd be perfectly united in mind and thought. Yeah. And, I mean, we've there were plenty of times when we were raising our kids, we weren't perfectly united right. in mind and thought <laughs> in terms of what we thought needed to happen with the yeah. situation with our kids, but we were perfectly united in mind and thought of the fact that we need to go to God together yes. and we need to seek His direction. Yeah. And I, I really, I, I think that's what that verse means there. Yeah, baby. Um, I, I was I was thinking, you know, the whole thing of, you know, it in, in my, that whole phrase of in mind and thought because to me are are those not the same you know I guess I guess it's you can make up your mind to do something but is that what your thoughts are are really like churning you know so I think we have to 
constantly, like you said, go to the Lord individually and together so that our thoughts can be ones of unity and peace and, you know, doing things together. Um, no, we didn't start out that way. If something happened with one, one of the kids, many times I'd have one thought of what we needed to do. You had another thought of what we right. needed to do. But we were of the same mind that we need to take both those thoughts to the Lord. Right. And then we we submitted those to Him. Yeah. Um, but imagine just in the pressure cooker of the speed of life that right. special needs causes. Yeah. And so many times those couples don't feel like they even have the time to stop and mm -hmm. pray together right. because this kid is screaming their <laughs> head off and maybe hurting themselves. So to have the intentionality that that verse requires, yeah. is uh, that is a high calling. Well, and I, th I think, I mean, it goes back to, I mean, th this is, at the beginning, it talks about the oneness of marriage where you have a shared purpose mm -hmm. and a shared, and so it, it's like the base has to be there yeah. of we we are, we're one in our marriage and we have this shared purpose, whether it's in our parenting or yeah. in our marriage or, you know, in, in our ministry or whatever. But yeah, um, you know, I, I, I know that it took intentionality with our kids, even it, like the way we presented ourselves as a united front. Yeah, you know that whole thing of what mom says, dad says, what yeah. dad says, mom says, um, uh, helped us. And and we always said that doesn't mean that we, you and I, might not change our mind or right. go talk about it and then come back to the kids. But it it's funny because. I was thinking about that when I was reading this, and it's almost like what God says, God says. And if both of us are aware of what God yeah, says, right. then that would give us a unity, you mm -hmm. know? And if we were both spending time, whether it's at the exact same time, you know, doing a devotional together, or, you know, just thinking, what, what does God have to say about life or how to do things? Yeah. Um, it, it would give us more of a chance of already thinking in the same way and you know people who don't have we talk about uh, you know the premarital we need to go to the same well or mm -hmm. whatever you know I mean you can't you can't have unity if you don't like both hold on to the truth you know of the Bible or whatever so and to be willing to listen to each other for what God may be saying mm. to us through our spouse wow that's good um, going back to that whole you know, in Ephesians, where it says to submit to one another out of reverence to to Christ, I think if we can't get to unity, if we're not willing to do that, to say, okay, this is my way, that's your way, but after we've prayed together, God's made it clear what he was saying through you is what we need to do. Oh, that's good, because then it does still bring us to one truth and one mind, yeah. one mind and one thought that we can both either compromise on or somebody can, um, you know, can submit to mm -hmm. so that you can have the one mind and one thought. And I mean, if if we're supposed to do that in our churches among an entire body of believers come to one mind and one thought, then we should be able to do that in our marriages. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. So, I was wow. thinking about that verse the other day 
just kind of praying and contemplating that verse, submit to one another out of reverence to Christ. And um, I found myself asking the Lord, so what does the out of reverence to Christ part mean exactly? And I think where I landed was we, we revere and we honor Christ's model of submission in that I think many times as husbands and wives we think, I don't want to give in to them because they're not perfect or mm. they aren't worthy of stepping out and leading on this one. But when we do that, I don't think we honor Christ's model. I mean, here was the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, who submitted himself to our leadership, came as a baby, mm. um, made himself completely vulnerable, said, okay, I will, through this baby, submit to the created beings who don't know everything, mm. who aren't capable of leading the Christ child, who aren't capable of raising the Messiah, but yet in humility, Christ came that way and submitted right. himself. Yeah. So then what kind of arrogance do we project when we say, well, we know that there was the risk of Christ coming and submitting himself to us, but I'm not willing to take that same risk. Yeah, yeah. Somehow I know mm. better than Christ did, than God did mm. to decide to take that approach. Mm. Well, I just, I, I want to pray now just, um, Lord, I, I want to pray and, and thank you for the fact that you, you've built this in our marriage for so many years, this want to be united. Um, I pray for marriages today that that just they're so used to doing things on their own and this whole thing of being of one mind and one thought would be foreign to mm. them that you know they're one maybe sexually or they're one you know in in other areas but but they're not one in their mind and thought and so they're I pray to stay in one house mm, I pray Lord that you would you would be with couples who are not unified, yeah. and that you would give them the want and um, show them the way through the fact that you you want to be one with us. And God, man, I just I just want to stop and say, I I don't deserve that. <laughs> you you want you want to be one with us, um, and. If you, who are perfect, can do that with me, then I, I ask you to forgive me of any time that I ever think I can't get on the same page with Jeff. I can't, I can't or don't want to work at unity. Help me always look to you as that example. Help, help me want to know what the Bible says so that Jeff and I can know that we can be unified if we both are aware of the truth. Mm. Amen. Yeah, Lord, I pray that you would just strongly convict me for any time where you may be speaking to me through Debbie or uh, leading me through her in some decision or some insight. And um, as a male, Lord, um, it's just so easy for our ego to think, I don't, I don't want to, quote unquote, give in. I don't, 
I don't want to appear weak. And, and that's, that's not what that is. That's just, that's arrogance and pridefulness. You have given me a wife that is amazing spiritually, intellectually, um, in so many different ways. And I ask that uh, you forgive me for any times that I don't even realize I've done it, where maybe I don't hear her, or I don't um, stop and consider and then uh, acquiesce maybe to something that, uh, that she's speaking into a situation. Make us one because we want our children to see the relationship between you and your church is one. And um, Lord, I do pray for uh, couples that are struggling with, with additional struggles that most couples don't, whether it's the parents of kids with special needs, whether it's couples where one um, or maybe both of the spouses have special needs, um, maybe some of our warrior families where uh, somebody's struggling with a traumatic brain injury or PTSD or depression. Father, I, I know that the enemy wants to use all of that to, to try to divide their unity so that he can divide and conquer. And I just ask that you would surround their marriages with uh, such a strong bond and minds that are determined to seek unity mm. and hearts that are willing to go there. In your name I pray, amen. I was just thinking as we were praying. Um, you were thinking as I was praying, you weren't listening to what I was praying. <laughs> no, it, it was something that, something that I said to the Lord during our prayer that reminded me, well, about how grateful I am and how amazed I am that he calls us to be one with him. Mm -hmm. And so um, it reminded me of this verse, John 17, 21, where it says, um, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. And that's what I think that whole being unified in in him, yeah. in Christ, in God and in the Holy Trinity, that that they they call us to be a part of them, yeah. and we can be unified with them, so we can be, be unified with each other. Wow, mm. wow! And if He can come and to be with us, then we are totally not revering that if we're not willing to be with each other. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Lord, just uh, hold us to that and thank you for that word. Amen.